0: Welcome to Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project. I am Veronica Bezesti here to give you the best in arts and culture happening around PDX. A couple weeks back, we had the chance to speak with Music Workshop's Amy Richter about their free Concerts for Youth series, Soundwaves. We were joined by series MC Melanie Rosales del Cid, who is a local high school student, and we learned about the series as a whole and Music Workshop's mission to provide free music education to K 8 teachers and students. I'm honored. Truly honored to have one of the Soundwave series performers joining us today on Sounds of PDX. This award-winning artist brings a unique, soulful, honest songwriting style to the stage. Performing all original music and energizing audiences across the globe, you'll be sure to leave the listening experience feeling loved, electrified, and pondering the lyrics. Ron the II. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me on Veronica.
0: It is a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. You're in Nashville right now. We are recording this remotely. What you doing there?
1: Making music and uh, (gasps) meeting other amazing artists. It's like there's this huge migration here just like it's always been like a huge Mecca for songwriting yeah and it's just great to kind of be around that energy and meet so many other songwriters
0: Ah, that's fantastic Ron along with the truth will be playing as part of the sound waves concert series at the research on July 25th and 26th Ron why was it important for you to be a part of this free youth concert series it's an amazing platform why did you want to be there
1: well, uh, really, honestly, when, when Amy reached out, uh, I didn't know much about the um, the program. My brother had done it once before, and he told yes. me about it. And he just told me it was a blast, absolute blast. And so when I got this, a chance to speak with Amy, and she explained the background on it and what it was, I was I was in. Yeah. Like, halfway through the conversation, I'm like, you're talking about doing a free concert series for students and teachers? and." Yeah people who want to get into music or know more about music. I was like, I'm, I'm in yes. literally that's how so many artists like myself got inspired to get into the arts or to develop into the arts was having these kind of this exposure to these different mediums of art. So I'm, I'm beyond honored to be a part of this.
0: Are you excited about the Q and A?
1: I'm really excited yeah. and nervous. Cause I never know what people <laughs> are going to ask.
0: You like, Somebody going to pull okay, out a juicy okay. question for sure.
1: Oh, somebody's gonna ask me like a crazy math question, and I'm gonna be like, "Uh, I'm an artist." <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> I'm the creative type. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I I love Q and A's honestly, yeah. especially when it when it when it's in a, a setting for really like hungry minds and and creative mm-hmm. personalities because it's like you get asked things you 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 kind of take for granted. Like uh, I always get asked a lot, like, um, "How did you know you were an artist? Like, how did it start?" and and it's funny for me i i didn't know i i didn't think about like oh there was this was a conscious decision to go and start creating music it was something that i was always drawn to and always wanted to do all the time uh-huh. i I'd, I'd rather do that than watch cartoons and i didn't i thought that was normal and and then you kind of grow and you meet all these other types of people. And you're just like, wait, your brain look, your brain works like mine. And it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Let's start some of the Q&A. I'd like to know how you came into your own as a performer. You have quite the, the family lineage. How did you come into your own?
1: Great question. I played in a family band for most of my life, kind of started really young. And um, I didn't ever really play outside of family band until the passing of my father. Okay. Um, That happened in 2010, and when that happened, it was like, we're we're a family of 11 kids. Uh, My parents were married for over 30 years, and man, it it was so much. And then that next year, uh, 2011, the year after my dad passed, it was just so many changes, so much uncertainty, so much trying to figure things out, and my dad was the band leader, you know, Mm -hmm. and so now you have all these really creative like unstoppable personalities and we're all like all right who's calling shots who's gonna make everybody get to rehearsal who's gonna do this and and long story short like um uh my brother and i my brother thunderstorm and i we started playing at a farmer's market in wailua hawaii and you know you just kind of start doing things you don't know where they're gonna go Uh and And that's something that, I mean, I can't say enough to, especially young artists. It's like, we get so caught up in this day and age thinking about the end goal. Like, the end goal doesn't matter. That's going to change a hundred times, if not more. Like, focus on who you are and focus on the people around you and try to offer something good that can maybe help someone. If you can help one person have a great day, and that's a win. That's successful. And so... We just were, you know, trying to make ends meet, playing in a farmer's market, playing in front of a, a friend's ice cream shop, and one thing led to the next with us um, getting uh, to play with Jack Johnson on the North Shore, mm-hmm. with him opening up his studio to us to record, and on and on, and one thing led to the next, and then uh, then I formed a band with my brother and one of my greatest friends, uh, Riley Pa-Akaula. and. We, you know, we were just having a great time, you know, playing our original music and trying to focus on positive lyrics. And one thing just led to the next. And next thing you know, you know, we're we're touring the country with G-Love. We've gone to about 15 different countries. It's it's been a journey. It's been an amazing journey.
0: Hawaii being home state for you.
1: Yeah, Hawaii, man. Hawaii is like anybody who's ever been there. That you, you know, it's, just, it's a precious place.
0: What sentiments from Hawaii do you, do you have to carry with you as you navigate through really a, a very hustle and bustle world? Respect. Okay.
1: The one thing that I really love uh, growing up in Hawaii was it doesn't matter who you are, what you have, what you don't have. Mm. Like the Hawaii I grew up in, you didn't judge somebody based on the, the quality of T-shirt they were wearing. You know if you were if your car broke down and you're the side of the road trying to figure it out it could be the guy that 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 was sleep on the side of the road that would come up bring his toolkit and help you fix it and he's like hey man i saw your car break down you know i had a car like this eight years ago let's let's dive in yeah it's your it's your it's your fuel filter and i'm like my fuel filter would stop my car from running and sure <laughs> enough that's what it was you'd go down to Napa auto parts come back fix it and it's going man and you made a new best friend. And it's yeah. like, then I um, did my first trip to a big city and I just, you know, said aloha to somebody. And they looked at me like, whoa, 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 what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, right. was,
0: what do you want? Right.
1: Space. Space. Give me space. And I'm like, whoa. And that, that's something that was wild because, you know, you grew up in a small town. Everyone knows everyone mm-hmm. and for better or worse, everyone knows everyone. So like you better, you better be respectful word gets around town before you even get to introduce yourself to someone. Yeah. And then when I start going to big cities, it's like the level of anonymity was, um, overwhelming for me because it was like, you know, one person can mistreat 2000 people and never see them again. Yeah. So where's the value in treating each other correctly or, or, or nicely. with some you know and and that was a lot for me to adjust and and kind of understand that okay things work different in this place but they find a way to work and and that's like an adjustment that i kind of hope to kind of pass on to my kids as they kind of navigate traveling the world which i think is one of the greatest gifts you can kind of give your kids is to get out and travel besides trying to really in in enforce in them that they're enough I can I can talk like hours on that just um how important that is to me and my wife is just to you know teach people like look in the mirror if your job, your title, your talent, everything blew away, that person looking back at you is enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that something is it's a fast moving society where accolades matter and all those things, it's like that something that gets lost in the wind a little bit.
0: I, I, and I'm glad you kind of went that direction because I took some time and I'm going to encourage all of our PRP listeners to do the same, to watch Reason. Oh, thank you. It is yeah. a documentary that was put together, uh, a film about traveling, touring, and navigating life with purpose. I will make sure to put a link on our website for folks that haven't had an opportunity to see it. It's Ron, I've tell you, it's a beautiful love letter to your family, to your music, to your desire to find balance. You, it seems organically conveys so much through your music and your lyrics. I feel like we get a glimpse into your soul in every single song. But why was it important for this documentary? Why was it important to put this reality in front of people?
2: That
1: I, I really owe that to my friend Tay Steele.
0: Who did a um, lovely job.
1: Oh, man, lovely he job. Is insane. He's so amazing. So what happened is I, I was originally uh, called a friend of mine from Hawaii to come out and help me make, like, 60-second Instagram clips. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I can't do the date, but my friend Tay Steele can do it. And I was like, okay. So I reached out to Tay, and Tay came out, and he just kept filming and kept filming and kept filming. And he was like, Guys, like nobody knows all this stuff you're dealing with yeah. off stage. And I was like I was like, you know, for me it was kind of like, well, that's just our reality. You know, that's just everybody has something to deal with. And he's like, I think you gotta tell this story. And so he sat my wife and I down and, and he played the first two minutes that he had made. And I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty emotional. And so we just continued filming and he went on the road with us for months and man one of the one of my favorite scenes is like where we're talking about you know it just if you want to take your family on the road with you it's just you know you're buying the extra ticket that's it and then i'm like that's what i thought Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not what the reality was and then my daughter is like falling over her bags in the airport they're like spilling acai bowls everywhere for people who don't know what acai bowls it's like this kind of like Smoothie bowl with granola—it's like a breakfast delight yes. in Hawaii. Yes. And my daughter's just pouring it everywhere, and I was just like, "Yeah, that happens in the parking lot in the airport, <laughs> and you're just like, you roll with it, right?" And for 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 people who are trying to like navigate life and trying to strive for balance, it's like, it's like balance is an illusion. It's mm-hmm. like. No, like no living thing. We look out in the world, like every living thing has seasons and we have to embrace that rather than looking for this mechanical balance. You have your ups and downs and it just has to do this rhythm or this flow rather than looking for a perfect balance. It, that That's that's not realistic. And, and in that same tone, what it taught me traveling with five kids is... Um, we accept them as our chaos, not seeing it as this other entity. You know, it's easy to think like oh, the, the kids are this way or when the kids are here, it's this way. It's like mm-hmm. those kids, you know, until they're old enough to kind of do their own thing. It's like, that's, that's our life. These yeah. are like our little people. we got to take care of and look out for um, that. The chaos that they create is it's our chaos. So right. of so seeing it as this foreign thing, it's part of us. Mm-hmm. It's like our life has expanded. And that really keeps us in a more healthy mindset of like how to navigate when the unexpected happens, which I can assure you happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you should talk to my mom. What I was like as a nine-year-old, you know, it's 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 exciting. It's it's everything.
0: Uh, I thought it was a, an exceptionally, as I said, well done. A uh, glimpse into the reality of what navigating this type of lifestyle—and I, I, I hate to casualize it like that by saying lifestyle—but you know it is very much a we thing. You said it very perfectly. It, it's us. It's we. It can't just be me up on the stage and then these other entities that have to revolve around it. You're all in it together, right?
1: Yeah, we are. And and in that same tone, it's like I walk off stage at a Hollywood ball. And everybody's like, "Yeah, it's amazing." I go in the back, and my and, and my daughter's like, "Hey, she needs a diaper change." <laughs> and I was like, "Got it. Let's do this."
0: Your wife Yulia, you know? probably like, "Yeah, hey, listen, I had to deal with it now for the past two hours. It's time for you to dive in and change a diaper." Oh
1: man, she's superwoman, <laughs> as, as you saw in the yes. in the documentary. Like, because she's still patience of a saint. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like, I mean, she has a. We got to do a whole thing on her life before she met me like all the way her master's degree her past um job everything it was just oh, wow. insane how we met and how our life grew together and then like we're navigating this and what folks don't think about in the music industry is like as an artist you're running a small business yeah and yeah. like you have all these artists and and people you work with and collaborate with and it's like. There's a lot of navigation there. And so my wife and I, it's like, it's a full time. There's no punching out of the clock. Mm -hmm. We're like, we're full time, like navigating all this plus five kids
0: plus five kids.
1: Yeah. And oh, yeah, five kids. Yeah, that's. Tell that's, me you that's, don't have
0: a dog or a cat on top of that too.
1: No. Okay. We, okay. We, oh man, I almost <laughs> lost a friend because we went out to we went out to uh, Pennsylvania, Oxford, Pennsylvania. I love my my buddy Brian Heron, and we were visiting with him, and then he brought out a litter of puppies. I'm oh. like. Oh, dude. Dare. That
0: was evil.
1: Oh, my kids fell in love. <laughs> I fell in love. I was like, I'm not gonna name them. I'm not gonna hold them. I don't want to smell that pe- that puppy smell. Puppy it's head. like, yeah, you smell if you smell a puppy's head, you're 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 done. You have to take the puppy home. That's yes. just like they imprint rule.
0: on you. I mean, it's a it's lost cause.
1: Mean, it's a lost cause. So I was really trying to win, make sure we got away from that. But it was so beautiful. I think when they get a little older, we can. Uh, we can go that route. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that was one of my greatest memories growing up was uh, having a little puppy, raising them, having to train them, take them on walks. You just like, so many so many memories is like having your friend and, and just spending your, your life and childhood together. So I know that's going to happen. Maybe not right now. OK. I-
0: I'm gonna have to agree with you on that.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yes. Okay. Thumbs up on that decision. All right. Yes. Let's play some music. You've actually got some brand new music that you're letting us share.
1: Yeah. You're gonna hear it first. Um, the song is called Revival, and it's like, you know, it's not like, oh, we came out of this really rough time of our life, and now we need to do something new. It's like we came out of this really rough time uh, as as a as a planet, pretty much. Yeah over the last three four years or whatever and it's like hey we need to revive who we are Mm -hmm. you don't need to become somebody new you need to revive who you are because it's it's beautiful you're beautiful you're amazing your friends it's just like kind of pump that energy in and everybody just be like let's do this and that's the inspiration behind the song revival it's it's a good time man and plus i finally got to call up a friend who plays tuba and have them record tuba and i i love that instrument so it's it's a whole lot of fun
0: All right. Well, this is Revival, and you're listening to Portland Radio Project.
2: Shame, Shaking your hands around to think you're insane The world don't matter The world don't matter Inside me, trying to find that light. Been through so much here every night. I'm trying my best to find His love. The pain I carry ain't my own. I keep on going keep on reaching, keep on praising, keep on moving, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Keep on going. Say.
0: Artiste the second new music. Well, thank you for letting us share that. The song is called Revival. If you listen, if you aren't already a Ron Artiste the second fan, I'm pretty confident in saying you are now. You can catch Ron and the Truth at the Reser for music workshops free. Free. I can't really say that word enough. Free. Sound Waves Concert Series, July 25th and 26th. There are afternoon and evening shows. I thought that that was such a really smart move to make those afternoon shows and evening opportunities. You can reserve your seats by going to thereaser.org. Tickets are free. I'll say it again. Free, free, free. But you do need to make a reservation. I need to ask you about the live vinyl album "Truth" that you put out. Yes, I thought that was brilliantly recorded, and Thank such you. a great. I, I don't want to say introduction, but you know, a, a live performance is always a little bit different than what a produced performance sounds like. So I, agree. I love that you shared that rawness. It's a a wonderful album. Talk a little bit about what was the the impetus behind capturing those moments?
1: So I have this really good friend of mine, his name's Victor Franca, and he actually lives in Eugene, Oregon. And he was a front of house mixing engineer for High Sierra Festival, um, Oregon Country Fair, Sisters Folk Festival, just so many of these iconic staple music festivals. Mm -hmm. And we realized when we were touring any time we ended up on a stage that he was working that we just felt so comfortable. Mm. So when the time came around where we could do it, we, we called him up. We were like, Victor, um, what would it take to take you on the road with us? And, and he was like, well, it took you picking up the phone and dialing my number. (laughs) And I was shocked. And so, uh, so, uh, we, uh, we ended up touring and this particular recording, we toured the whole West coast, um, with our friend G-Love and Special Sauce, mm-hmm. and then we did some shows on our own. So that's basically some of the favorite, our favorite recordings of a three-month tour that we did. And a special s- story behind those vinyls, I'm really happy you have one, by the way, is um, we only made a very limited number of those. I believe the number was like 200 or 250. And we're never gonna repress them, and it's never gonna be available for streaming or any other media format so those vinyls are the only way they've been created.
0: So and you signed all of them.
1: I signed nearly all of them. Nearly all of all the ones that either were at a live show or that we shipped out personally. I signed I signed like okay. I signed at least 190 of them so <laughs> far. <laughs> I know there there's a, a couple friends who um picked them up through a friend of mine who was handling um a few of our shows with us. And they didn't get signed ones. But if anybody listening doesn't have a signed one, just bring it to me somewhere. I'll sign it for you. Um, but yeah, those are um, kind of like a, a keepsake or, or, or something that we just want to put. That was a window into this moment in time. And we wanted to be able to capture that and share it. And the reason I was talking about Victor Franca is he recorded um, those concerts for us. And then just his style of of mixing and everything was just so perfect for this project
0: yeah well you know i mentioned earlier that the documentary and much of the music that you put out is almost as though you're you're handwriting these love letters and i feel like truth is a love letter to your fans to your audience thank you yeah you know it's it's neat to think oh i was at that performance oh that's me screaming in the background you know
2: (laughs) yeah yeah. And you can so bring cool.
0: your copy if you did not get a signed copy of truth. Bring it to the research on July 25th or 26th.
1: Yep. So I, I I volunteered I, yes. that for
0: you, but bring it.
1: Yes. yes, please do. Please bring it. And like, I love doing free shows when yeah. there's not that paywall in between you and the the, and the experience. I, I, I really love that. I think, you know, yes, we all have to make a living in this day and age, but being able to look back and think like things like the arts were meant to be shared freely and I'm I'm really I'm really happy to be able to partner with sound waves and and the team that's putting this all together because it's like man Amy is just a a really great champion for the arts and experience especially for schools and education and what they're doing it's just I, I like I said I can't say it enough I'm just happy to be a small part in this
0: Absolutely agree with you. The work that Music Workshop is doing to ensure that these K-8 teachers, and they have a ginormous network of over 11,000 teachers, 4.3 million students, and they're like 99 countries. Their reach is amazing. It's growing every day. And these types of experiences, Soundwaves in particular, is such a great way to make sure that it's more than just about music, although that's a universal center for so many of us. It's an opportunity for for these students, these kids that are in the audience and their parents too. Let's face it, to learn the life skills that all of you have had to kind of navigate your way through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a journey and and it's I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I, I'm so curious what questions I'm gonna get. It's it's gonna be cool.
0: I know. So I understand the questions. That some of the questions are are created by you know probably Amy and Melanie the MC. But there's an opportunity for those of you that reserve your seats to get. It'll be like through a little email to get an opportunity to ask a question from your end. So yeah, you may get some out of left field. You may get some humdingers, Ron.
1: I like it. I think it'll be fun. My toes. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we are gonna close. Things out with one more tune from Maran Artis II, Loving You, from your last album, Purpose. Before we jump into that, and I'd love a little bit of background, I do want to remind everybody that's listening, I will have links on our website, which is prp.fm, for all things Soundwave's concert series, so that you can reserve your tickets. Amazing educational and inspirational opportunities for the whole family Please do take advantage of seeing the, this type of content for free. Go to thereeser.org to reserve your seats. Ron, talk about loving you from purpose.
1: Loving you is, is a lot of fun. Um, I wrote this song because I, I like to say this little kind of joke when we play it live it's like it's inevitable that you're going to come in contact with someone in the world who does not like you for whatever reason they can come up with. They disagree with you, they don't like you, whatever. I don't know, you like- I feel a that one
0: pizza. deep down, Ron, yes. Yeah,
1: you like <laughs> a type of pizza and they can't believe you put pineapple on it or whatever.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And, and, and my challenge to everyone, when you come in contact with someone like that, is simple, love them. That's yeah. the most powerful force on earth, is love. And we just have to lean into it. So this song is, it starts up with like the, I think the opening lyric is something like, I've never understood folks like us just don't agree. I think we should sit down and have a cup of tea.
0: Oh,
1: like you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so find the like, common ground.
1: Yeah, and, and 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 sometimes you know, listening is the greatest thing ever. And and you know, funny enough, Mary just taught me that <laughs> listening is, is one of the greatest things you can do. It's like yes. you want to dive in, you want to solve it, you want to figure it out together. It's like sometimes instead of offering a solution you just have to listen sometimes. So all those things were what inspired this song and, and I, I hope it speaks to everyone and helps everybody have a great day.
0: Ron, thank you so much for taking time to chat with us here on Sounds of PDX.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Veronica. I really appreciate Safe it. Safe
0: travels, have a great time in Nashville, make some beautiful music. Keep Yulia and the five kids and the and the future puppy happy
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah you put that in there yeah, yeah. well you know
0: I'm gonna plant that seed for you <laughs> all
1: right cool yeah. <laughs> tell One the kids to thank ever. me <laughs> all right cool thank you so much Ronica.
0: looking forward to seeing you at the Reser on the 25th and the 26th and we're closing things out with loving you from Ron Artiste II on Portland Radio Project
3: I never understood you so let's sit down and have a cup of tea folks i like guess just don't agree still i'm guilty of loving you quick going on about what you hate other people look at yourself before you throw more no salt in their eyes if we're judging on you hating other people look at your simple